DJ and PK, joined now by Jordan Pendleton, owner of Pendleton Performance, former BYU linebacker. Jordan, good morning. Good morning. How you guys doing? Doing well. So we've heard about all the uh, all the things we're supposed to be doing and not congregating and businesses are closing and uh, gyms are impacted. How does all of this impact you? Yeah, it's, it's definitely... It's definitely impacted us for sure. Um, you know, fortunately, we're still able to work with clients remote, and and we've we've been able to do some small group stuff and some one on ones. But it's definitely impacted us. It's impacted everybody, and I'm just hoping it all, uh, you know, we can get through this, and it, hopefully, it, it settles down here in the next couple weeks, uh, the next month. Who knows how long it's going to last? But yeah, we're just trying to take it one day at a time for sure. So are you setting up, particularly for the guys who are in training for potential NFL camps, you setting up stuff for them to do and then they do it out on their own? Is that the way it's working? Yeah, we've, we've been able to still um, get some guys in. We've had to really limit the amount of uh, people that we're letting in our gym. But for some of these NFL guys, we've been able to get some smaller groups going. And, um, you know, fortunately for us, we were, we were able to get all the way through, you know, the guys that were training for Pro Day we were able to make it all the way through um, without having to shut down. So that was a good thing. But yeah, we're just, we're just taking it day by day. Um, You know, I'm in Utah County and we're just trying to follow the guidelines as best as we can. And, and we only are allowing, you know, a certain number of people in the gym at a, at, you know, at specific times and just taking extra precaution to clean everything down before and after every class. And so, We've uh, we still have some stuff going, but it's definitely uh, definitely impacted us, and our you know our numbers our members are down, but we're we're trying to offer a lot of people, especially our members, some some home options, uh, workouts that they can do, and and um, just yeah, just trying to do the best we can. But it's it's been crazy for sure. Less than a month to the NFL draft. What do you think is the the biggest impact, the biggest negative that players have got to overcome, the guys who are preparing for the draft? Because obviously there's some high-profile guys in the state. Yeah, I mean, there's, you know, there's some negatives for, for both sides. One, the, you know, it, the, fortunately for, for some of these guys, if they have good film, uh, it's going to help them a lot. But with, with all the pro days being canceled, and scouts, uh, you know, NFL scouts not being able to see these guys in person, do in-person interviews, and, um, and you know, some of these guys that don't have a lot of film that are hoping to go to Pro Day and get noticed and put up some good numbers, uh, it's really going to crush those guys because, you know, it's just it's word of mouth at that point, and, they, and, and the scouts – aren't able to see them. They're not able to see them perform in person. And so there's going to be some guys, some diamond in the roughs out there that don't have a lot of film. They, they maybe don't have a ton of tape and they're not going to be able to showcase their skills um, with the, the guys that do have tape. It still impacts them because they're not able to do um, in-person workouts. They're not able to, uh, you know, see these coaches, these scouts in person and, and do their interviews. And so it's all going to be done. Uh, right now, it's all being done on Zoom calls and, and Skype calls, and it's just not the same as getting an athlete, you know, on a whiteboard and and breaking down schemes and um, being able to interact with that person and and you know face to face. And then you know from a from an organization standpoint, it makes it difficult for them because they've got to 
be they, they've got to take you know different route as far as who who guys that they're going to draft and and guys that, that that are on their board without have without being able to necessarily see these guys in person and see them perform in person so it's um it's pretty tricky i don't you know it's 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 sad it, it sucks for you know guys that are kind of on the you know on the on the edge that aren't you know, first, four, fifth round draft picks that, you know, most of them get their shot based off their pro days and their numbers they put up. Um, and then also just being able to impress the coaches on the board, um, impress them with, with um, you know, person-to-person, um, you know, individual workouts. And with without being able to do that, it's going to make it tricky for sure. And so it's, it's, um, it's tough. And then for the players, it's just staying uh, mentally sharp, knowing that, you know, they don't know when the season's going to start. They don't know if it, if it even is going to start. And, you know, how you stay mentally and physically prepared for that during this time is just, it's tough for everybody. Over the years, Jordan, I've had some professional uh, front office people will call me and tell, ask me, hey, what do you know about uh, Kid X? And they're not looking for me to break down uh, their 40 times or in basketball what they can do on the floor they're asking like basically for some character references as they do background checks on on these kids i'm wondering with you whether it's college or pro if you've had people get in touch with you to get your recommendation about maybe how physically gifted they are how hard their work how hard they work those types of things yeah yeah definitely we 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 definitely get that all the time um whether it's from agents whether it's from you know college coaches um even even some NFL scouts have have reached out knowing that we're training a certain person, and so it's uh, it's definitely that's a, definitely a huge part of it. Uh, that it needs to be a good fit for the organization, and they definitely try and hit on all angles and, and contact um, you know people that you wouldn't think they would they would contact. I mean, it's easy to talk to a, like their position coach or maybe their high school coach or something, but. Um, they they try and go a little bit deeper than that, and uh, it's a, you know it's important that you bring somebody in that you feel like it's going to be a good fit, uh, somebody that's going to stay out of trouble, and that, that's obviously a huge huge component of the recruiting process, and, and especially for the NFL draft, you know, for the drafting process, and yeah, I mean, character is obviously it's not the it's it's not the only thing. There are guys that get drafted that we know are you know can't stay out of trouble, but um, it's for these guys that aren't you know, first, you know, first round draft picks, second round draft picks, uh, there's a lot that goes in. There's a lot that, you know, they value on that specific thing for sure. Former BYU linebacker Jordan Pendleton, joining us, owner of uh, Pendleton Performance. So when you're working out high school kids and you give them this kind of advice, like, well, how you interact with people is going to matter to a college coach, how hard you work is going to matter to a college coach, what percentage of them do you think hear you? Oh, that's a good question. I mean, yeah, sometimes you feel like it goes in one ear and out the other. You know, for for me, I didn't we didn't have Instagram and Twitter and and all this stuff when I was in high school. So, um, you know, it was a lot easier for for us to just kind of mind our business and we didn't have to worry about all that, but a lot of these athletes don't know that coaches are are stalking them on every single platform possible and what they're posting and, and what they're doing, um, you know, it's it's getting looked on. And so I, I try and tell kids that all the time, like, hey, if you are, 
if, if you, you, let's just say there's a kid from Bingham and a kid from Alta, and they're the same talent, they run the same 40, they're, they play the same position, they have the same stats, you know, let's just say they're equal. Um, why would you get recruited over, over, over the other kid? And, and I try and tell them, like, they're going to look at your grades. And if your grades are the same, then they're going to go to social media. They're going to see how you behave. They're going to see um, what you're doing. They're going to see what you're posting. And, you know, they're, they're going to find that edge of, you know, what, you know, who, who's the better fit, who's the, the, the kid that we think is going to thrive more. And, and a lot of it isn't necessarily uh, athletic ability. It goes much more beyond that. So we try and tell the kids, but I mean, you'd be surprised. There's a lot of kids. I don't, I don't think they understand the, uh, the importance of it. And I don't think they understand the value of it, but it's definitely something we preach because with social media now, I mean, you can find out a lot about somebody just by, you know, stalking their Instagram profile or looking at their stories. And so it is definitely uh, something that has changed over the years. Uh, you know, then when I was, when I was playing, we didn't have to worry about that. You're telling me Jordan Pendleton, the rebel out of Bingham has now become a parental figure. <laughs> oh man. I've, I've never been a rebel. I've always had my head on straight. No, I'm just kidding. No, I. You know what? It's it's one of those things. Like we we all make mistakes, and and you know, fortunately for me, I, I was just so involved with sports, and and I, you know, I just had I had I had goals, and but you know, you do you do screw up along the way, and it's it's about um, teaching these kids and helping these kids not make the same mistakes you make, and. And a lot of, there's a lot of stuff I, I didn't, you don't know as a, as a kid that you wish you would have known. And, but you know how it is. You can tell, you can tell people anything and, and tell them from experience. And they're still, they're still going to have to go out and make their own mistakes. And they're going to have to, some of them are going to learn the hard way. But uh, as long as we can prevent, you know, some of those things from happening, then we've done our job. So, Jordan, for all the weekend warriors listening right now, they got more time to work out than ever, but they probably have way fewer options. Give them some, a quick tip that they can hold on to, that they can actually use. Yeah, that's a, that's a big topic right now. If you get on social media, it's like home workout central right now. So, no, I think, uh, you know, we could talk about, you know, I think the main thing is uh, people don't understand that they can do a lot of things with very minimal equipment. Uh, you, all you need is a band. In fact, I'm putting together uh, an at-home program right now that all, all that's required is a band. Just just a, a band is it. Um, I've got a hundred different exercises uh, that you can do either body weight or just with a band. And so I think I think the biggest thing is just knowing what to do. But there's so many things you can do with minimal equipment. And I'm actually... Um, me and my team are putting together some, some programs that people can do with very minimal equipment. I think the best advice that I could give is just, is just to move, you know, you don't have to, you don't have to be, you know, going crazy or throwing around a ton of weights. It's just, people need to just move and, and whatever that is, I don't care if it's walking your dog or going and, you know, running down the street or walking up and down your stairs. It doesn't really matter. Just. Um, trying to stay mentally sharp and, and trying to stay physically active during this time because a lot of people, um, you know, could could you know fall fall into a trap the the other way and and become super inactive. But my best advice is just to move, and it doesn't matter. I mean, you can do push ups, you can do you, there's so much body weight stuff you can do, and it's just important to 
um, try and stay, you know, physically and mentally sharp during this time. But I actually am putting some stuff uh, together that will be ready soon for at-home programs, uh, stuff you can do with very minimal equipment and, and a ton of variety of, of exercises, uh, all programmed in a, in a way that, that is easy to follow and simple to follow. So if I gave you six months and David James, could you get him a two-pack, a four-pack, or a six-pack? <laughs> oh, man. I, I have to see what he looks like right now. Uh, no, then you don't. I, then, I'd be able to, <laughs> then I'd be able to give a, a more sophisticated answer. But, you know, you can get some good results in six months. So I, I, I could probably do that in six months. There you go, DJ. You're on. Great. You're on, man. He doesn't know some of, he doesn't know some of the stuff he's working against. <laughs> A lot of clay. <laughs> hey, uh, what about NFL players and college players? And and obviously, you know, you, you still work out and still know a fair number of college players. And we're hearing all this talk about how much time they need to get ready for all the collisions they'll get over the course of a 12-game season. And maybe it'll have to be a shorter season than that. But do you view June 1 as a really important date for guys trying to get ready for season openers, you know, roughly September 1? Yeah, it's, it's, it's tricky. I mean, especially not knowing, you know, if the season's going to get delayed or if it's going to be shortened or, or what the what the case may be. But, you know, I, I would say, like, you know, I think the good thing is some of these some of these guys and some of the guys we have in they they kind of look at it as a good thing. Like they have more they have more time to prepare because the off season is normally so short. Uh, you know, especially like Jackson Barton is in with us. He just he's with the Chiefs. They went all the way to the Super Bowl, and then it's like your your off season is so short that all of a sudden it's like two months, and all of a sudden you're back in in camp and. And so some of these guys are looking at it as an opportunity to, to get their bodies in better shape, um, you know, deal with a lot of the injuries that, you know, nagging injuries they've had and, and really use it as an opportunity to, uh, you know, come in feeling as good as possible. But um, as far as how much time each end, you know, three, three months is, is plenty of time for these guys to go through a, a good training block uh, to get their conditioning levels where they need to be get their strength and their power uh, where they need to be. And, and, you know, a lot of these guys, you know, they've been training for so many years that, that three months um, is a good is a good time frame for these guys to get in peak, you know, physical condition. Uh, but it's just, it's just hard because, you know, you, you don't know how hard to push right now, um, not knowing when camps are actually going to start and when the season is actually going to start. So that's the tricky part is, is trying not to do too much too soon uh, if the season does get delayed or if something does happen and, uh, you know, not getting burnt out. And that's, that's the biggest, you know, issue right now is just um, trying to do enough, but also understanding that things could be delayed. And so not getting burnt out before the season even starts. Well, Jordan, we appreciate a few minutes. Uh, Good luck uh, juggling, uh, you know, your job and the new life. I know that's not easy. It impacts you a lot. But it sounds like you got a few plans. Good luck, and we'll talk to you down the road. Sounds good, guys. Thank you.